easiest you get a target on your back. But if you compromise your walk, you walking free. See, when you really sell out for the things of God, you become an enemy to our enemy. And the first thing he wants to do to get you off course is attack who you are in him. See, the Bible says when you become born again, he gives you a new heart. He gives you a new life. He gives you a new you. See, there's a version of you you haven't tapped into yet. You can't experience iOS 22, come on somebody, <laughs> until you update the new you. The problem is we're too comfortable with the old us. If the enemy can get your attention, he can distract you from your purpose. Don't pay attention. It costs too much. To him at least, come on somebody. But it's also intriguing to me that he started his, his attack in the form of a question. What does questions do? The intent of questions from the evil one is to breed doubt. See, you can't walk in doubt and faith at the same time. They're oxymoron. Come on, somebody. It's like oil and water. Have we not seen this tactic since the beginning of time? Did God really say, Eve? Like, did he say it for real? Like, did he post it? <laughs> did he text you that Eve? Did he really say? So she got to thinking. That's the problem. We think too much. God requires obedience. Ain't nothing to think about. Stop sitting. What you got to think about? Just stop. Come on. Consequences don't hurt enough. Because we comfortable. Not realizing it breaks God's heart. And it's going to do you in. I was tired of the pain. It just ain't worth it. The emotional drainage. Come on, somebody. It ain't worth it. Just stop. I don't know who that was for. But he always starts with the question. Come on. He did it to Adam. Did Pharaoh do it to Moses? Who is this God? Didn't Joseph's brother do it? Who do you think you are? Didn't his daddy do it? Does that mean we gonna bow too? Come on, I can keep going. Did not Satan do it to Jesus? Stop entertaining questions from your enemy. You ain't gotta think twice. Just think once. That's for me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord. Ain't no question. Come on, you turn 18, you want to rebel, bro? You on your own. I did my part. I even listened to Maslow. Come on, somebody. I got the whole hierarchy of needs. Brother, you got a house, clothes, shoes, food. You want to rebel, bro? You better go on your own. Not in my house. And because I love you, I got to kick you out. I got three other kids you're trying to influence. Come on, somebody. You up out of here, bro. You got two legs, you about to get a job. Uber Eats or something. DoorDash, you can skateboard dash. I don't care. Getting up out of here. 
Where was I going with that? <laughs> Lord have mercy. But the form of a question. Don't think twice. Make it up in your heart that you're going to obey. It's interesting that he called them feeble Jews. Do you know you would never be able to outperform the inner image you have of yourself? How you see you would determine how you live. That's why you got to see yourself in him. You're in him. The moment you become born again, your identity change. Do you know literally your DNA changes at the born again experience? Literally, scientists sold it out. God changes you from the inside out. So stop allowing the enemy to remind you of your yesterdays when he put you in the future you never dreamed of or imagined. You're in him. Jesus said, Father, I'm in you. You and me, they in me. Come on, somebody. Then he said in John, I'll put him in my hands. Can't no one take him out. That's who you are. You're a royal priesthood. You're a called people. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. But you got to remind yourself. Come on, how many guys ever played Simon Says? What's the quickest way to get out? You don't obey Simon. Come on. Just obey. You good. Don't disqualify yourself because of pride. Humble yourself under his mighty hand. Humility is the language of the kingdom. As a matter of fact, it takes humility to receive your new identity. Because Satan only has one agenda, is to remind you of who you're not. That's it. Come on. You're in him. Paul said, I was crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Let him out. But what are you exposing yourself to? What you expose your heart to solidifies who you are or who you're not. Come on. I know what the stats say about me. I'm from the south side of Chicago. 50% high school dropout rate. Come on, over 100 murders in one weekend. Shootings, I'm sorry. I know where I'm from. But that doesn't define me. A moment don't define you. There's a purpose for your life. But you got to know who you are. Your identity. Your identity is the state or fact of remaining the same one as under varying aspects or conditions. The state or fact. It is a fact that you are a child of God. It is a fact that you forget those things which are behind. It is a fact that greater is he that lives in you. It's a fact. That is who you are. So don't let him call you feeble. Don't let him call you dumb, ugly, fat. Come on, somebody. It's not who you are. No, God got you. Come on, somebody. If you could see your future, you'll walk around blushing. Come on, somebody. But we look at circumstances and we allow them to dictate our identity. Are you kidding me? He's already defeated. Why are you letting him talk so loud? Just tell him to shut up. In Jesus' name. Come on. Bruh, be quiet, dog. In Jesus' name. Whatever your language is, that's me. Yours could be, okay, Satan, just be quiet, okay? In Jesus' name. As long as you're in the Jesus' name, you're good. Saying in Spanish, German, I don't care. In Jesus' name, you good. Come on, somebody. When you become a threat to the kingdom of darkness, you become a target. 
Sanballat had authority over the region and he did not like that Nehemiah found favor with the king. Nehemiah as a Jew had more favor than Sanballat. You got favor with your king. Why you letting the world talk to you? They weird. Come on somebody. People crazy. Y'all got to pray for them. They need Jesus. The world would never understand God's favor. As soon as you make a decision to stand up for God, the enemy will attempt to sit you back down. You got to stand up. Come on, somebody. The enemy doesn't care about what God thinks about you. He cares when you know what God thinks about you. That's worth tweeting. The enemy doesn't care about what God thinks about you. He only cares when you know what God thinks about you. Do you know? That brother Sam Ballot was tripping because Nehemiah had more favor than he did. Come on, somebody. Boy, Nehemiah walked in that town with his chest out, his head up. Come on, somebody. I'm repping the king. What king are you repping? The king of money? The king of culture? The king of your color, your skin? What king are you repping? See, whatever king you put on the throne will be the one you serve. Who are you serving? Your life is not about you. As a matter of fact, your life has nothing to do with you. As a matter of fact, you don't even belong to you. The Bible says you was bought with a price. Pay cash. Come on, somebody. His blood purchased you. You don't belong to you. I wish my shoes would tell me not to wear him today. Uh, I'm sorry. You didn't, put, uh, you didn't put powder in last time. Nope, don't lace me up. Bruh, I own you. Come on, somebody. God owns you. Stop telling him what you want to do with your life. It ain't yours. Wish my son would tell me something. Well, <laughs> my grandma had this saying, black folk know, I will snatch the life out of you. I don't know how many times my grandma said, boy, you're getting on my last nerve. How many last nerves you got? Because the last time I was on your last nerve. My grandma was a warrior. She had fat hands, too. She'd just pop your lip, be big. Do that today. People want to call DCFS. Well, I'm DCFS. Department of Children and Family Spankings. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We about to get to the word. Are y'all hearing me? You got to know what God thinks about you and believe it. That's the only thing that solidifies who he is in you. You got to learn how to override the inner conversations you have in your mind. You are not your thoughts. Every thought that comes to you ain't yours. And the ones that aren't godly, just let it go. Come on, let that theme song be. Let it go. Man, I wish I could sing every time I do that. And I can't rap. Don't stereotype me. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Number two. <laughs> when you awaken a sleeping giant, he attacks your worship. If, the, if Satan can keep your mouth closed, he keeps you bound. 
We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Open your mouth. You defeat the things of the spirit through your words. So when we come in here, you should be ready to go to war. You lay more burdens down during worship than any other time. But we got people coming here, won't even raise their hands. They got shackles on their feet. Like, come on, this is the place where you let it go. Who cares what people think? Where was the last time you had the ugly cry worship? Y'all know the ugly cry when you're crying out to God and it's not coming down. Eyes jacked up. I ain't got no hair, so mine can't mess up. I'm serious. When was the last time you had the ugly cry, Jesus, take me as I am? The problem is we get so familiar with life, we forget who gave it. Small things, he woke you up. You're breathing. He said, enter his courts with praise. Come on, somebody. Open your mouth. What does Sam Ballas say? This is powerful. Will they offer sacrifices? There's another question. Come on. Now, remember, Nehemiah's assignment was to rebuild the temple. I'm sorry, rebuild the city walls. They were in captivity and was not able to worship. Come on, somebody. Do you remember what Jesus set you free from? You remember when you was captive? What are you doing to thank him? See, he's worthy to be praised. Come on. Enter his courts. That's just the courts. Come on. Let me go there. That's Psalm 100. That's Psalm 100, right? Y'all read your Bible? I'm, I'm, I'm finna. I'm finna go in on this real quick. Because we take worship way too lightly. Is that Psalm 100? Somebody about to correct me. Yeah, this will work. This will work. Matter of fact, we start at verse 1. Make a joyful shout. Oh, we'll shout at the Bengals all day. Y'all be talking to TVs. That's, that's kind of crazy. You know TV can't respond. Ah, Joe, throw it. He's open. Bro, he can't hear you. Yelling. We'll go to the game and come home hoarse. But come to church and leave with a sure, sure, clear voice. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Don't let the enemy silence your praise. I don't care what you did last night. It's a new day. There's new mercy. There's new grace. There's new forgiveness. You got to ask for it. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We got Mars trying to get out the gate. Stay in the gate. Stay with other sheep. It's protection. Come on. Uh, am I going to go to church? Uh, let me think how I feel. God don't care how you feel. No, for real, he don't. He's not moved by feelings. He's moved by faith. If God cared about how people feel, there wouldn't be poor people. 
but let that poor person get some faith, he changes his life. It don't mean God don't love him. He so loved the world. He loves everybody. But not everybody enters it. That's the choice of the will. God won't bend your will. You got to say, yes, Lord, take me as I am. You do that, he gets excited. Come on. It's quiet in this church. Stop making it an option. Thursday nights for one hour of Bible study. And you more worried about Thursday night football. You kidding me? Ladies, you should be kicking them out the house on Thursday nights. No, I don't care where you go from 630 to 730. You ain't coming here. Come on. Our men's Bible study, we go in. Here you are with your little popcorn and M&M's and your little Sprite. Want to watch Thursday night football. Are you kidding me? Y'all should be praying for them brothers. They need help. I know. It's my full-time job. Stay in community. That's your protection. Don't make Sunday mornings an option. You ain't finna miss nothing else. Man, we enter in a time that the Bible talks about more than any other period. God's looking for soldiers. Remember, he's not building a, uh, he's not building a, a country club. He's building an army. And ain't nobody taking my spot. Front line all the way. I'm handling my business. I'm sorry, my business. <laughs> got to know my audience. All right, we got to hurry up. That clock ticking. He said, enter his gates with thanksgiving. When's the last time you just thank God for all the stuff you have? I walk my dog, normally let him out 12. I go in the front yard, turn around, I just start listing everything. Lord, thank you for my house, my cars in Jesus' name. I got a little food in the fridge. Come on, somebody. Way too many pairs of shoes. Come on, somebody. I just literally list everything and thank him. My brother got 10 toes. Come on, somebody. Things we take for granted. But if you want to enter, you got to be thankful. You want to make God smile? Thankfulness. Come on. He lavished his love on us freely. He sent this son for free. A free gift. Are we thankful? That's just how you get in the gate. You get in the court with praise. Come on. So you got the gate, you got the courts. How come David don't mention the holies of holies in this verse? Listen to this. Watch this. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Oh, he missing something. He can't mention because Christ hadn't died yet. I don't think we realize what Jesus did for us. See, our thankfulness get us through the gate. Our praise get us in the court. His blood gets us to him. See, the first two things is something you got to do. The last thing, he did it. You just got to receive it. Come on. What is it in Matthew 27? The Bible says that the, the veil in the temple was torn in two. What was it, 40 feet high? The Bible is very clear it was torn from top to bottom. Why wasn't it torn from bottom up? Because a man could do that. 
He allowed you to come to him as you are. Come on, somebody. That's how valuable you are. When you know your value, you don't settle for nothing cheap, ladies. You better tell him to bring him. Listen. He want to date you? Tell him to go get a print out of his tithe record. You want to take me out? I need a copy of that tithe record. Because if he ain't going to give to God, what could he do for you? If he can't take care of God's house, what are he going to do to your crib? Crib just mean house. Come on, somebody. This ain't a joke. This is your heart. Above all else, guard your heart. Letting some little dude, because he could talk nice and got a little six and a half pack. My Lord, you better find out how he treat his mama. If he gonna disrespect his mama, what do you think he gonna say to you? You ain't nothing to him. If she ain't honoring to her dad, I knew I could marry Megan because the way she treated her dad. I was like, oh, it's on. If she honors and respects him that way, I'm good. But fellas, you gotta earn it. You can't be talking down to the image of God. God don't play with his kids. You think you're finna talk to her that way and God gonna let you get away? I can't get away with nothing. No, for real. I can't get away with nothing. I get caught every time. Every time. God reveals things to heal them. Not to put you to shame. Guilt doesn't come from God. He reveals them so you can be healed. But we take it personal. The Bible is clear. He chastises those whom he loves. Thank God he loves me. If I ain't getting chastised, I got to question where I'm at. Come on, somebody. Y'all good? I ain't going to even tell y'all what just happened. Y'all wouldn't even believe me. My app just started updating in the middle of my sermon. I hate the devil. I know. I hate the devil. We good, though. It just popped on. I just started praying. All right, let me hurry up. He attacks your worship. Sacrificing was an act of worship for the Jewish people. Come on, somebody. Satan wants to attack our personal worship and our corporate worship. See, by the time I come to church, I'm already worshiped. When I get here, I'm just on 10. Like, I don't come to church to worship. I've already worshiped in the morning. When I come here, I'm just already basking in his presence. Right? I just try and stay sane from getting my kids from the car to the door. Let me stay in the spirit. Lord, I got to stay in the spirit. Don't let them take your worship. When you come here, be ready to enter his presence. 
Thank God the screens weren't known. We look at screens way too much. Thank you, Jesus. You just get in his presence. Make you want to memorize them words, though, don't you? Well, I got to remember that. That's that song. That's that. Screens might not be working. <laughs> Come on, y'all. When was the last time you had the ugly cry worship? I had to bring that back. You need to experience. Come on, somebody. Get in his presence. Community is important. What did Paul say in Ephesians 6 for we? Did he say I? For we wrestle not. That's interesting. We. We're in this together. If you don't make it, I can't make it. That's why we got to keep connecting, bro. Come on, somebody. But we don't see that. It's about me. You don't know what I've been through, what I felt, what happened to me. What about us? This is us. Come on. We're in it together. Stop isolating yourself. You can't get help in isolation. Come on. I wish my toe would say, bro, I can't do it today. Isn't that weird? You don't realize how much you need your pinky toe until you stub it. Like it's almost pointless. But as soon as you hit him, you're like, ah, doc, it affects your whole body. I leave Jake's house from playing basketball. My knees just, Lord Jesus, I've been playing on concrete all my life. I can't even make it to the car. We need you. I need you. We need each other. We in this together. Come on, a sniper can only take one shot at a time. Get out the crosshairs, isolating yourself. Let me hurry up. Number three, I'm done. He attacks your purpose. When you awaken to sleep in Zion, he attacks your purpose. What did that brother say? Come on. He says, were they completed in a day? Would they revive the stones from the heaps of rubbish? Stones that are burned? If you read the story, he finished that wall in 52 days. That's a miracle in itself. Now you're going to have to read the rest of the story on your own. Don't take nothing I say. Whenever you hear people preach, you better go home and read your Bible. The season is over from you from being fed by somebody else. Sunday should just be icing on the cake for what you've done. Come on, Monday through Saturday. This is just the place where you get encouraged and equipped to go and change the world. Some of y'all come here and depend on it, which is great. Woohoo! But this got to be a revelation for you. Because I can't be there when Satan show up in your living room. Pastor Gary can't be there. Pastor Will can't be there. Come on. You got to get it in. Your worship, your prayer time, your Bible reading, that's important. Come on. Satan is after our corporate purpose. See, Nehemiah didn't build that wall by himself. This brother had help, all types of help, dudes, ladies, kids. Come on. Shorty want to go play basketball. I was like, all right, you want to go play basketball? You ain't coming in the city when it's done. Come on, somebody. You can stay out there with your little friends. You know what my grandma used to do? My grandma was a trip. Like, for real. It was so many of us. I told you my grandma raised nine kids of her own. Four died, she raised nine grandbabies. So basically 18 kids. Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, she would say, get up and do not come in this house. 
We'll leave at 8 o'clock. Don't come home to 10. I be trying to find. That's why I got in so much trouble. I couldn't go home. Come on, somebody. Well, God is telling you to come home. You ain't got to stay out. Come on home. Matter of fact, he's looking for you. As a matter of fact, he's waiting at the end of the road for you. Just come home. He loves you. He cares for you. Don't let the enemy stop you. I don't care what you're facing. I'm not sure what you've been through in this room, but God wants you to come home. He loves you. There is nothing that you can do to separate you from his love. Nothing. Just come to him. We, in these last days, we got to focus on our corporate mission. And it's very clear. God gave us a very clear corporate mission. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. It ain't on you for them to believe. It's on you to go. And these signs will follow them. Lord, have mercy. I got every part of the commission in Matthew, Mark, and Luke right here. I ain't got time to read it. If you put them three together, it gives you a clear mission. But we worried about who's running for president. We got people dying and going to hell and you repping red and blue. Well, we don't talk politics in church. It's just not the way to go. Stay focused. Don't get distracted. Our mission is clear. People are hurting. People are broken. And we know. And we have the answer. Come on. Your friend's heart is broken. Alcohol ain't going to fix that. Another relationship ain't going to fix that. Your friend's business is done because of COVID. A government loan ain't going to fix his heart. Jesus can fix it. It's not on you for them to believe. It's for you just to open your mouth. Just be bold. Can I pray for you? Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you've overcome death in the grave. You said that all authority has been given to you. Now go. Thank you that you've given us authority over our giants. It may be a giant of insecurity, a giant of sickness or disease, a giant of things that have transpired because of decisions we've made. Whatever the giant is, you've given us authority over it. May our identity stay intact. May our worship stay intact. May we pursue your purpose. I ask you humbly, Father, to be with us, empower us. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us into all truth. I pray all these things in Jesus' name.